Super special episode, super special edition. Joel Haas. Joel Haas, I apologize, Joel. I'm it's sorry, okay. I was just with Joel Reese. He's he's not as handsome as you, uh, and certainly not as famous. Well, I'm usually called four-letter words and things, so it's, <laughs> Reese is a five-letter. Haas like the avocado, but spelled... Without the E. Got That's it. That's pretty good. All right. So, welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on. Yeah. Really means a lot to me. Um, you know, food is my life, so we kind of have that in common, right? So We, we do. So, sure. basically, I just want to hear a little bit about... You know how it all. I, oh, want... I want to introduce myself since Jamie didn't introduce me. So I'm sorry, Philippe. This is Bob. <laughs> I'm just a fill-in today. Yeah, it's cool. Philippe, let me do the intro for the first time. I, I so I have to do the intro and talk about fucking food, and it's fucking <laughs> over for me. Change so I like fucked up twice. I forgot Phil and I got Joel's name wrong. So those are my only two mistakes on today's pod. I is promise. Phil and Jamie or Jamie and Phil? Do you guys fight over that? Is there let's let's just not even go there, bro. I don't even give a shit. <laughs> it's Joel with Phil and Jamie over. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Whatever Sweet it is. <laughs> well, it's good to be here. You know, when you said you do a chopped meat podcast, I'm like, oh, he's inviting me in for some lunch. This is going to be great. I show up, I'm hungry, and you're always here's hungry, your water. Though, right? I that's mean, let's, let's I am be fair. Hungry. And I definitely didn't give you that water, so don't <laughs> lie to these people. I got the fancy one. <laughs> We're not handing that out yet. Give us, <laughs> give us a year. We'll get some sponsorship. If we're Very cool. good. So well, just tell us a little bit about, you know, your background, where you grew up, things like that, and how you, how you became the megastar that you are tonight. Uh, and I'm just a guy with a good editing skills and a big food budget. That's all. <laughs> how did you get that big food budget? Let's start from well, the beginning. That's, that's right? good. So social media-wise these days, high-speed dining is my thing. Everything's got a logo on it, everywhere, okay. everything yeah. I do. Uh, branding is key. Um, almost a million followers on TikTok and over 100,000 on Instagram. So uh, I've been very blessed. Things have been going well. I'm very happy that uh, these social media platforms are out there. I'm late to the party with that, but this is the third the third chapter of me in the entertainment business. Uh, when it all began, I started in radio okay. outside in college and then outside. I'm not going to say you had a face for radio. I would just not even say that. That would be, yeah. you know. You got the voice, though. Right <laughs> here. Yeah, you know, There's a lid for every pie. You just don't have to be my type, Joel. <laughs> all good. Um, so I spent about 15 years in radio doing radio in uh, Tampa, Florida, Buffalo, New York, Fort Wayne, Indiana. And from there, I jumped to all the big major metropolitan markets well i became national after that you gotta got bust it. your ass and right. uh you gotta start you know, somewhere right you, you gotta pay your dues absolutely i did a lot of interning and worked for free um you know not everyone could afford to do that thankfully i was in a position where i could pull that off and the radio um, business must have been a little different than it is today right not a lot of money and it's but you meet a lot of chicks, and that's what it was about back then. Did you then. play music? Was it talk radio? What was your... Rock your radio. Game? It was part of morning you shows, mostly. Um, <laughs> yeah, today it's... Sorry, I'm feeling a little spicy today. Oh, I fucked good. up twice, so I'm mad at myself. But, you know, I'm going to take it out on both of you guys, just so we're on the same page. Do it. Go for it. <laughs> Ultimately, we're good. I jumped into... I, I got lucky and got into XM Satellite Radio before they ever got off the ground. So wow. uh, they brought me in to program stand-up comedy channels. So you and... bought the stock at eight cents is what you're telling me. It's where your food budget comes I from. wish. I never played it smart. I didn't have money back then. I mean, they're still floating around six bucks. I thought for sure when Howard yes. Stern came on, it was going to go 10, 12. You know, I played that game and I'm still holding on to it. So yeah. let's see what happens. Babe, don't hold your fucking breath. Sadly, it's in the $4 range, I think, too. I, it, yeah, I, I keep how, it tight around. That's how I often I look at my portfolio, yeah. Yeah, but I, I got in with XM Radio, and I spent eight years running two stand-up comedy channels uh, before they merged with Sirius. And when they became Sirius XM, I kind of went my way. But eight years there, uh, I was what would be considered the algorithm for you know, social media and things these days. I was the algorithm. Got it. Uh, I was the guy who put all content on the air, who uh, reviewed stuff, and algorithms are programmed by humans, and I was the guy who determined who got played Quick what. question. So you split when they joined with Sirius by choice or by... Well, it was the best choice I ever didn't get to make. Uh, they they canned me, and um, they we, just didn't keep me around. They kept we the God doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves, right? It's a, it's they a gave you the thing. opportunity to be successful somewhere else. That's Correct. right. And it was the best move that ever happened to me because uh, I it became says that my own on my boss. Five times, by the way. 
it, it was pretty sick uh, what I moved on to. So, so I spent a lot of years doing that, recording comedians and producing albums on the side because back then there weren't a lot of great sounding albums from comics. They just sounded like shit. And, uh, you know, you could be the best comic in the world, but if your album sounded like crap, we're not going to play you. So I did my part to try and work with comics and record them and help them better their game. And so I've recorded several hundred shows, potentially hundreds and hundreds of comedians, rooms that held 10 to 10,000 in essence, wow. and uh, really learned a lot. It was great. So, so you were an EP on comedy albums? Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, or more of a... I was the recording engineer, producer. I did everything. I've been a one-man show with everything I've done, every stage of the game. Any names we would recognize? Or I get used to record. I've recorded albums and produced stuff for Gabriel Iglesias, Louis wow. C.K., Frank Caliendo, Jim Gaffigan. I mean, um, just some of the biggest names, names yeah, in the business. Yeah, those are big-ass names. You know, by no means... Uh, I learned and grew and helped everyone out as much as I can. And it wasn't about making money in the day. It was about building a resume. Yeah. Uh, even what you got Kevin Nealon and stuff like wow. that you know like I've got an email from Kevin Nealon that's like you know my act better than anyone but me <laughs> that's incredible and when I got audited and had to show that to the auditor he was like mm, you know it was impressive and for three years in a row I would record Gabriel Iglesias somewhere in the country and for Christmas he would fly me out to his place we'd produce albums on his couch and then I'd go to his Christmas parties and things and cool. it's a good time 2006 to 2008 so a while ago but, uh, they get wild at the Iglesias household or what? For Chris Paranavidad, I should say, actually. I, I, everything's above board. and I heard what, they've happened, got their stuff what happens together. at his house, no, Dave. No, I got it. The, the nicest Vegas, guy. Right? California. I mean, <laughs> nicest guy you could ask for. That Just pure respect for, for him and That's all these awesome. other guys. Stage two of my career was when I left XM Radio and started my own comedy record label. I uh, was working with a lot of comedians and putting out stand-up albums and ultimately fell into the ringtone business where uh, I was realizing little pieces of albums did better than the actual album yeah. itself. Wow. So I started doing my own stuff, revolving around just me and my voices. I hired some producers and did well for a period of time and uh, ultimately then moved on to doing um, this uh, social media thing now with food. You know, I love food. I love eating, and uh, I just look at what I'm doing now is going to restaurants and DJing food, you know? That's funny. Hey, here we are at the Shallow River Inn. <laughs> we just heard from Tuna Tartar coming up. It's Ramshack. <laughs> oh, you know? yeah, the radio voice. That's, I mean, it's that's beautiful. Let, let, me, let me ask you a question. So it looks like your career in tech has been growing hand in hand, right? So from radio to, uh, to Sirius and XM to then ringtones and now social media. And I heard you before, you said you had a little bit of uh, catching up to do in terms of social media, but it seems yeah. like kind of now you've kind of understood that and you arrived in the sense of cool. And you're like, it, it seems like it's following each other, right? Yeah, all those skills really help because uh, I'm still a one man show right now. Uh, audio production used to be my thing. Now I've learned how to edit video quite well. Um, I mean, I record everything myself. Uh, produce everything myself. Um, I have a little help with social media and things. Um, my girlfriend helps out with Instagram and some stuff like that, and she does some great things that I could never do. And so it's been a nice combo. But in general, the more skills you have, the better you can be. I mean, and, and I kind of call it like the Louis C.K. model. He was the first one to really record his own albums yeah. and produce his video albums and put them out. And he was able to get past relying on the big dollar guys yeah. to, to make it happen so and um, not getting played he got you know he he got to like jump and uh jump oh my god i can't talk jump in front of them <laughs> that jump in front of them so that he don't, don't you dare he created his own destiny is what i'm saying a hundred percent you know the more skills you have the more you can do and quite frankly sometimes you learn things before technology is there and you're ready when the time comes which is which so, is great kismet so yeah i have two questions sure uh first does the ringtone thing still happen? Do you still get paid? Very you get a check for $12 every 16 months or something? Very little. I had my period. Things went well. Okay. I, I rode the iPhone wave, not the actual first wave of ringtone. So um, Apple has their own world. And So you're saying you things. wouldn't be sitting here with us if you had ridden the first wave. You got the second wave. Uh, if I'd ridden the first wave, I would have been bigger in the second wave. You know, oh, that's a, if you, you would have been poised for, for larger success. Correct, I got think. It. But... Uh, you know, I've done well. We've moved on, and um, I'm just having a blast. 
going out and eating and things. So I was going to tell you guys, reel me in when you need to, because I can go on for about seven hours. I wanted hours. to talk a little bit <laughs> more about tech, and then we could get like into the food and everything too. So uh, you mentioned Instagram, and I know you're on TikTok too, right? Are there yeah. any other platforms you're on? Uh, I mean, I'm on YouTube, but it just hasn't taken off there. You know, and I've only been on TikTok for two years and three months, and it's done well. Uh, Instagram, while I got in 2018, tried to do things, it just never went anywhere. Yeah. Uh, things blew up for me there in President's Day weekend 2022. Uh, I went in with 4,000 followers, and I came out with 17,000 at the end sure. of the weekend, and it was like finally getting some payout for some all this hard traction, work and these, right? these great videos yeah. I was doing. Was that a particular video that kind of like... No individual, but w when you have one viral thing, mm -hmm. it can it'll do more for you than your last dozens Correct. and dozens of videos. And it'll go back, watch the other videos and everything else, and it just like... It just finally hits. You know, I do different things than most people, but... How did TikTok get? I mean, you're almost at a million, right? You're 956,000. Uh, 980-something. 980. And... Oh, well, I looked yesterday, so did you gain 22,000 <laughs> TikTok followers? It's been slow. I've, I've been stuck at this number for a little while now. It's It's been really tough. It's... Things just ebb and flow. You get into a rhythm. The you know, I don't even like talking about these platforms well, and the algorithms. They're, they're, just, they're gonna get you. You know, they don't want you to hit the million that easy. They're yeah, like, right. they're gonna let you sit there. I think they bit. want you to. Yeah. If they want you to be the Taylor Swift artist, you will be. A, what what is the modification success. point though? Is it a? Is it at a million? Is it? Is there? I don't, I don't think know. there's any set thing. My my oh, problem is, is, I had some up periods and down periods when I started putting out my Los Angeles stuff. It didn't do that well for a while. I, I got way more traction from Buffalo, New York videos than I did from Los Angeles. Wow. For in, you know, obviously the numbers of people and eyes and the interest in right. those cities are very different. But it's just you know when you're rolling, you're rolling, and uh, things happen, and you get one great video, and that jump starts the whole machine. The objective is to just keep on creating content, and then eventually it'll hit. And then also you have that backlog because if it hits and you don't have anything there too, it's not going to do anything. It just stops and goes backwards slowly, yeah, right? You just gotta like keep it's, creating. It's content. never easy, but you love, always love gotta doing work. it, and then hopefully, you know, it hits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's totally key. It's just it, it's a nonstop thing. And then on the bright side, I gotta eat twice a day, so you, there's okay. gonna be a lot of content. I mean, I maybe getting ahead of myself, but I could stop going out to restaurants today. And I have enough content recorded to produce videos for the next three or four years. I have over 25 oh, to 30 wow. terabytes of video and photos recorded. Three it's... or four years. Now, do you I've have been... do you have a process in time frame? What I mean is, do you put them out every three weeks? Is it every? Oh, I put videos out almost daily. If oh, I get wow. a video that's but that's are, popping, are they like up to date? Right? You're asking like like if you record and put it the next day. Like, what's the time frame between recording and posting? I can I could speak to that because oh. <laughs> he was on you, the, you came with you came to Saddle River Inn in July, right? Yeah, I, July. I, yeah, because I had a tan. And I then I just put it out in, in video. <laughs> end of September. That was a slow one. I'll be honest with you. Um, I think you kind of you you strung me out a little bit. You wanted to see if the feelings were real, and was, I totally understand. You didn't You're not me on the, the first. podcast yet, so you know I wanted to coordinate it. That's that's good timing. No, work. I appreciate that. Now we but I thought the video was phenomenal. I'm not just saying that. I mean, I well, thank you. I've man. watched almost all your videos, and it really was, you know. Top notch. You, you made me look like a decent cook, and I appreciate you, that. You gave me beautiful food to work with. Thank so, you. Thank that's you. That's the key. You know, I, I look at it and all I see is I shouldn't have played it that way. I should have done it this way. And, you know, but it's it's the artist's curse, right? Yeah. What I mean, could I do better? What brush stroke would have been different to make it a hit? You know, so. Never satisfied. That's right. You Always happy. Never satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> Turnaround time. More or less. Honestly, uh, when I go to restaurants, uh, the, when I'm visiting cities and doing some traveling, mm -hmm. the first meal I eat in the city I will have it posted by the next day. Um, to let people know that you're kind of there. I'm here. You know, this week I'm going to Philadelphia uh, this Friday. So by Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, I will have a video posted from Philadelphia. It's all about saying, hey, Philly, I'm here. You know, every restaurant I go to, I let them know what I do, what's up. With Philly, I've been there three or four times. So they, I have a rapport yeah. with people. And, and But I like restaurants to go to my account see what's up and go, oh, I know that restaurant. Ooh, look at what they did there. Now we know how to what do you approach have slate? me. Where are, you, where are you going in Philly? Philly, doing Zahav, Vetri Kachina, uh, John George, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, it's a big list. I'd have to. Sure. I, I, it's like a band who tours, you know, it's just. 
let me know where I'm at. I need to, to show up. You said you said twice a day, so you're eating out twice a day every day. Generally, lunches and dinners. Uh, lately, I've started something new where I'll just sleep all day, which which I do to begin with, and so I'll go do a double dinner: five o'clock dinner and then like a nine or ten o'clock dinner. And I've seen that eat, and that's how you stay. I'm <laughs> like, just getting there, man. I've you seen know, you. You know what's crazy? Everybody tells you we're working out and everything. Like you got to eat more, you lose. And I'm like, it's it's a hard thing to understand, right? And then I started doing it, and I'm like, cool. But like this guy. Fucking! <laughs> I walk ten miles a day. You got it under lock and key. I mean, that day isn't gonna keep you thin if you're eating two dinners in a row. That's good. You got great genetics. I only drink sparkling water, uh, water for for food. Yeah. Um, yeah, I gave up alcohol about nine years ago because the body wouldn't allow me. Yeah. Boy, would I be a drunk if I still could? <laughs> um, I've had to give up marijuana. <laughs> I still can't. You know, you choose not. No, no, no. I'm kind of my ear will just it'd be like getting punched in the head. Really? Just my ear would. I'd lose my hearing. Um, so I've had to be really delicate with it. Same with marijuana. It's high-speed dining. We used to be all about getting high and fine dining. I didn't know that. Those were the days. Wait, high-speed and dining? <laughs> or just... There's several like, meanings to you it. You would get high, drive people. really fast to a restaurant. No, by speed, I mean like, <laughs> no, dude, if I could shoot in math, and then fucking, you, you know, nobody's eating eat. on you, meth. You would man. probably get better videos if you were just. <laughs> so, you ever eat on meth? <laughs> you don't. That's not, yeah. This yeah. wouldn't even exist. Yeah, I got no teeth. Then... No, man. The, the premise I tell people, I, I show you a three hour meal in 30 seconds. Sure. You know, it, the original premise was, I'll just put a camera in front of me shoot video of me eating and then we'll time lapse the whole yeah. thing that just didn't work out it's you need to address each food item in its own way and and, and, I, and I think grow. like you narrating it right or putting uh, as you were saying like your radio voice to it like what's, adds a lot to it what's funny is most people will add a voice track afterwards and it's funny you assume that because that's just what everyone does i record everything live yeah I have a microphone and I record everything live. So when I'm eating it, it's like, mm, yeah, that's yummy stuff. And I'll narrate as I go. Doesn't I that do make no your voice... job so much easier on the app? In the editing, it does. Yeah. But I, I wish you're smarter than you, most. You, you have a different effect. I wish I had a deeper vocabulary. I wish, you know, if, if you're writing a script. Yeah, we're going to introduce you to our guest from last week. His lexicon was deep. His vernacular. It's is... just spec. He has a spectacular vernacular. That's That's <laughs> basically what it boils down to. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a four, well, used to be the four letter word guy, very small vocabulary. The, the fact is, is that, you know, I'm animated, I'm fun and energetic. And quite frankly, as our latest, our last president has showed us, you don't need a deep vocabulary to <laughs> connect with a huge amount of people. Right. I'm not giving any weight, good yeah, or bad to that. Right. It's just, everything's great. Just making an observation. And that's all that matters. Yeah. So what do, you, what do you do when you have, uh. You know, like when, when you're talking and you're talking about the meal and you have a fuck up, right? Just like keep doing it over until you get it and then edit it later. Edit it around. But in general, everything's live. You know, I, I really, I may say to a server when they come over with the food, like, hold on one sec, let me get it. Sure. But if I screw up saying something when he's dropping it off, I, I'll just try and say something later and use it. Or you just edit around it. I mean, you've, you've got building blocks. And you well, is it like live live or is it like live, recorded live. live and then posted? Well, I, I do editing later. Cool. It's so like I mean, live. Yeah. Recorded live, posted recorded later, later, right? Posted later. Yeah. yeah. Because um, there's Instagram live too and everything. So but I'll, sure. I'll take lots of audio and switch it around. Sure. I mean, with, with this, you just can't take audio from one section and put it in another. The mouth yeah. wouldn't match up and all that stuff. But I'm able to do that stuff. And having years of production of audio right. from my radio You've days. you mastered it. I um, sat with you at the table for probably 20 minutes at the end, right? And it was just, I, I mean, felt like we were on a set. I mean, it was pretty, it was, it you was know, pretty amazing, he's man. He's dialed in. Dude, I, he's so dialed in. And his lighting, right? I would, it's it's pinpoint lighting yeah. on the table and just the way you, the way the angles, I, everything. I would wear a mic, but I would do stuff like this where here I am talking to you, getting you in. If I wanted to get Jamie in, it would, we'd pop over here and it's often just like, oh yeah, I love my water. Mm. You know, and, <laughs> but you're pretty good at holding it without seeing it. Yeah, I've right, perfected that. that. Your angles are just yeah. uncanny. But like, he's not looking at you know, like the monitor, you know, ever he's doing, and he already knows it. So, except when he wants to say, "Watch the crunch factor on this one," right? Or <laughs> you get right in there and you just—I mean, you go after it. I've done pretty good with this, and the reason I go don't use the camera 
that you see it's because it's just not the same quality right. I'm, yeah, right. I'm a quality freak with everything and uh so i do what i can to make sure everything looks its best and sounds its you best you seem to be a bit reformed actually uh, based on you're all you like want to tell a couple stories you stop drinking you stop smoking marijuana, there's a lot of stories yeah it started a high-speed dining i mean Phil and I have a little so, background. If you want to, if you want to throw some war stories in there, I mean, feel so free. You know, I, you asked me a little background. I've watched all your other videos, and everyone uh, mentions what they're, uh, who they are, and what they are. Right. So I, I, I throw a little joke out. Uh, I'm Jewish and a bit crab, a lobster. <laughs> Mostly Jewish, a little bit lobster. Um, oh, to get that out of the way, so I've gone. I used to do stand-up comedy, and I had a hard time doing it because I had to address my hand early on. I was born with no fingers, and when I was about two or three years old, they had surgery yeah. and um, gave me mobility. Uh, being born this way, it's been really easy to deal with things and handle things, and it's never been a big deal. I've always been fine. Uh, if this was something to happen later in life, it would right. be traumatic, traumatic and really hard to handle. But Even um, mentally, it doesn't... You ever give a thought of it or, you know? You know, I... My mind is blown when I watch a guy uh, and I watch a uh, bartender shake stuff with two hands because I'm right. like, you know, I, must I could, be nice. I would have to pull the old, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, but I've, I've adapted. I've done well with everything. And that's why I've been able you to sure go 30 have. minutes and not give a shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just do my thing. Maybe but you use comedy as, you know, to, I always, to lighten up the air, right? To like, I always use humor to. That's right. Is it like, misdirect? And when you're doing it and talking about it, is it cool? But if somebody talks about it, is it like you feel a certain way? Something. I have no problem if you want to joke about it. It's yeah. all fine. I mean, you know, like uh, first thoughts. What are your jokes? When you see my hand, what do you think? I'll put you know. <laughs> don't don't put me on the spot like you that. can go for it. Say something. Like, <laughs> Righty <laughs> with just about everything. Yeah. Um, but you film mostly lefty. I do a lot. It actually, it's... I, I watched you. It actually almost benefits you in a sense where you learned how to work with it so yeah. well. You know, I, I mean, think you I can mean, hold they, the camera. I mean, they, you can't. They made it for his other hand. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it fits. Perfectly. Talk about turning a negative into yeah. a positive. Like, like, I'm, fucking... I'm everywhere with it. Dude. Yeah, you yeah. are. Like, That's why the angles are so good. Really, the dexterity is, is you know. But it shows like something that. Others would look at like as a handicap, and you turned it to a plus, like everything else. The know? word handicap's not in my vocabulary. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, um, back to your vocabulary. It's a long uh, word, so you probably don't use it. That's that a big much. one. I had to look it up in a thesaurus. <laughs> no, but you don't let you have to look up in a dictionary, which you don't let something that uh, quote unquote happened to you or born with dictate who you're going to be or what's going to do in life. Not we at talk all. About that a lot. You know, it's weird when I was at the University of Tampa. I had four freshman years of college. We'll talk about that too. Nice. Um, when I was at Sounds the university, like <laughs> that's all it was. A lot of people go to school for nine years. They're called doctors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every year I was a freshman, I was further away from being a sophomore. Um, the University of Tampa, where I did finish up, <clears throat> I had a roommate, I think, who lost a leg to cancer in high school. And we're probably the only two guys at the school. put you guys together? We're the only two guys at the school with a disability. Was that purposeful? You would. Uh, There's no such thing as coincidence. That's crazy, so right? You guys don't you know, like each other. But, <laughs> oh my god! I had somebody go. Oh, if there was a fire, how would you carry him out? It's like, come on, you idiot. Yeah. But the guy was a brilliant yeah. artist, my uh, my roommate. But it really took a major toll on him. He lost him later on in high school god. and used to play football and things like that. And that's that that took it's a different kind of trauma. Um, for me, it's just I use my hand to my advantage. Yeah. You know, I used to right cheat in high school by putting cheat sheets under my hand and flipping up no teacher in the right mind was going to go what's that yeah no of you course. know i mean i'd actually sometimes go like i'd skip a test by going hey can i go to the nurse my hand hurts yeah who the fuck's gonna take advantage shit about of it? i was I actually have a question and i you know sure. i like to cross the line yeah, I, yeah. I make my own lines. there are no lines is, yeah. do you do you get involved with that sexually i mean is that could be like you know utilized to your advantage i hate to put you on the spot but <laughs> I have sharp nails, so it can't fit up my ass. I wouldn't dare try it. I mean, no, my my hand is. That's the one place where I do consider myself handicapped because I really wish I could go both ways with myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I. I mean, fisting. Yeah, no, we avoid it. I avoid it. Just you keep know? it away, right? I mean, that's, right. that's just not no, a pleasant thought. I like we can joke around, but like I really admire what you were saying in the sense of like, quote unquote where somebody could look at it as adversity, right? Or, or a negative, you turn it into a positive. And I think having that attitude and mindset too, 
like you said, like allows you, because a lot of people are like, I was traumatized and I don't take trauma away from nobody, but like trauma doesn't have to define you, especially after 10, 20, 30 years. Now it's a choice. It's a decision you made to decide I'm going to stay this way for, I like it, I'm comfortable, whatever. So, you know, I just want to say, I admire that. Life is a reflection of what you give it. You know, if you smile to the world, the world smiles back. Um, I stay positive. I'm happy. And quite frankly, like these days, I'm eating the greatest food and uh, life is good. You know, You're living a great life. I've, That's kind of the basis of this show, actually, you know, is turn a negative into a positive. And, you know, Phil always says it. It's not things that happen to you. They happen for you. Absolutely. And how you, you know? react. Yeah. Right. So it's like mindset is key. But I, I like what you said, like you smile to the world, the world smiles back to you. The thing is, and we say like, people think it's a one-to-one ratio. Like if I smile now, you're going to smile. It's like, just keep smiling. It's like content creation. Like keep creating content. Eventually it's going to fucking hit. It's like a guaranteed. If you create a, and the same thing with smiling, you keep smiling and putting the energy out, it comes back. And the fact is, if you're always creating content, you should theoretically get better. Correct. Just, it's a natural progression. I think of any uh, creator of any sort is the more you do it, the more you rethink it and try and get better and something works, stick with it. If it doesn't work, figure out something different, you know, Move on. but if you're, you're failing and staying in the same way and doing things, yeah. it's, it's called insanity. you know, I mean, there's, That's, some, there's yeah. some studies that say trauma go hand in hand with, with, uh, doing well later in life. Right. Like, but it's not, it's not, I'm with you. Cause people, you know, people say that to me, they're like, you had trauma. That's why you're doing what you're doing. It's great. And I'm like, it's not mandatory. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, and you mine was, mine was life, voluntary. Right? Like I right. chose it. Like I right. don't yeah. need it. I chose the right? pain. It's cool to see somebody I mean, that either has it and trauma is so vague. You know what I mean? Like it's, for sure. it's perspective. Right. But, uh, it's not a requirement. Yeah. You don't have to live that, but, life, but right? you can utilize it as, as fuel. Yeah, I mean, if, if you can move past things. I mean, some people, it sticks with them mentally of forever. different types. And others just brushes right off of them, you know. For me, it's kind of like constant cold in the fire. It just keeps it, it keeps it burning. It keeps it alive. I, I, I don't know where it comes from, but sometimes I just feel like I'm automatically moving forward. When other people are like, you still have to do this, this, and oh, this, and where you're at in your life. I'm like, I don't have to do anything. But I'm still moving forward with a smile on my face and I want to do more. And there is no such thing as a limit, right? I mean, it's really, it's what we put on ourselves. You know, so. that's the whole thing about life. It's just trying to figure out where your happiness is. I tell everyone, find your happy place and do it with the people you love as much as you can. You know, and, you and <laughs> what, what, like the most traumatic thing, right? What would be the most traumatic thing that could happen to you? Right now? Yeah. I, I don't even want to say it out loud. No, say it. It's fine. <laughs> this it's is death of a child. Death of a child, right? It's it would probably the same thing for you. No, but I have the I have the so who's the guy that had uh John something that had the FBI most wanted show? Or America's most wanted. I know you're yeah, you know you know his story? Yes, yes. Like it's, somebody it's, in Florida kidnapped his child and killed him, and it's the most traumatic thing you could think of. And this guy turned it around with some sort of like this is gonna be my life mission, this is going to be my passion, so it wouldn't be in vain and that that happened and Never mind money and everything, but he changed the course of American TV. You know what I mean? Like right. law enforcement and everything. And how'd we go I'm from masturbation to... humor to uh, deaths of children? It, there's, it's related somehow. <laughs> no, no. I, I wasn't I asking you, you if you were masturbating. I was going to ask you if you were using it to yeah. infiltrate. <laughs> yeah. <it does. laughs> so I just wanted so, to clarify. It's a good segue. Know. The point is, yeah, I, I, people should try and find happy places. But the problem is, as you mentioned, children, that's one of the reasons I've been able to do what I've done in my life. I've never been married and have no kids. So I've, I've created, yes, a hundred percent. Okay. By all the women. Um, <laughs> no, because a lot of people don't comprehend that. You know, my wife being one, shout out, what's up, Krista? But like, she's like, can you explain to me how some people just don't want to have children? I'm like, doesn't your life get hard sometimes? You just think maybe it's not for you. It's a different path. I know what I was okay. I know what I was like as a kid. And I mean, I would have murdered me. You know, I don't know how my mom put up with me. God bless you. She's the greatest. Uh, yeah, I'm in the middle of three boys. And, you know, they were, it was a different generation of para, parent, parent raising or. Yeah. I don't even know the word. That's good. Uh, That's great. <laughs> but I think we all have that in but common. Of course. Right? Absolutely. We're precocious I, young men. <laughs> I made the choice. And, um, you know, it's. Yeah, throughout life, I think it takes a while to hit a certain point where you're like, oh, this worked out pretty good for me. Um, people think it's 
there's something wrong with them or that's it's just what's expected in this world but this is a different generation it's a different world and for sure um, i've you know i found happy my happiness with going out and eating and fine dining and uh that's what brings me joy because when i'm sitting in a restaurant i don't have a problem in the world regardless of how many problems i have right is it fine uh, dining only i'll do all types of dining but it's always been about fine dining because I can afford it. Thankfully, I've been very lucky in that aspect. Well, right. he went to your um, restaurant. Ring, <laughs> ringtone game strong. Boy, breeze right over that one. You put the check on there. I was like, you know what? I'm not that expensive. I used yeah, to be yeah, an expensive I, guy ten years ago. You know, it's, it's, we first opened. You're not that bad. Yeah, I'm really not. And now I look around. I'm like, can I make a move here? You fucked up. <laughs> Sleep is. Well, you're always full. So I mean, you theoretically, I can't you complain. could push. Well, when you're full, that's the rule, right? Rule of thumb is like, don't mess. Well, when you're full, like raise it. You know what I mean? Even if you lose twenty percent, like you're still gonna get it based on your price increase. I, I, we'll I talk about that later. I know, but it's so hard to, to well, it's wrap my head around. Of course, that. it truly Absolutely. is. There's yeah, a threshold in my mind on everything. You know, don't change your prices. I'm gonna I'm be not. the guy to do good yeah. for the community. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. if it works, you know, it seems to be doing wrong. okay, right? Seems to be doing okay. So yeah, yeah. I can appreciate that, but but I, I love the fine dining restaurants because it's it's on another level. Look, I like any kind of good food, but when it comes to and it's always been what I've done. Most people start social media, and they go eat for the content. Mm. You know, if they weren't getting free meals, and I pay for all my meals. Yeah, um, that's big. It comes my way occasionally a free meal here and there. Yeah, but I I don't. Call you don't go with the intention of getting a free meal. You go with intention to pay, and then if things come free or the yeah. meal's free, it's God bless you, and it comes back in the tip. Yeah, right. Um, so, sure. but I think a lot of people go where they're getting the free food and they're putting out their their video. It's almost half of the food influencers now. They they it's influence more over free meals. I more mean, than it's, right? Yeah, it's what they're doing, and that's not 90%. why. That's not why I go out to put out videos. I'm putting out videos to share the journey of the guy who's eating more great food. And traveling than any. I have. So here's the progression of things. In 2000, I didn't keep track before 2015, but in 2015, I had about 270 restaurant meals. There may have been 30 to 50 takeouts orders in there. Um, It was about the same in 2016. 2017 was over 350 restaurant meals. 2018 was over 500. Which you added lunch in. Yeah, and I just started doing a lot more traveling, and it was just like, this was insane. It was crazy good. It was so much fun. So I said, I'm going to do it again in 2019. I ended up cracking 600 restaurant meals in 2019. Any difference in physically, mentally, spiritually, like that you get to eat such? I'm blessed, truly. I mean, but do you see a difference in yourself even from like, 2014 to 2018? Well, yeah, there's, there's so much more experience with it. It's, nowadays, like... You know, you may have a lot of people would have a bucket list of their restaurants, the greatest places to go to. And I call that, you know, a typical week. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just did New York City in June yeah. and I did all five of the three Michelin star restaurants and all 13 of the two star restaurants in wow. 10 days. You know, that's cr- there's that's only so 13. crazy to think about. There are only 13 days. of the three stars in America. Is that like um, that's Guinness Book stuff? Did you I mean, did you call them and say, hey? I don't know exactly what the records are. Guinness has one record somebody recently set where most Michelin star restaurants stopped into eating for them in a day, and they did 18 in a day. The problem is, is they went and had one course, and it's like, that's almost insulting to show up at a restaurant and right. eat one thing. And that's not who you are or what you're about, so. I mean... I'm jealous of the guy because, you know, this guy doesn't eat these kind of meals all the right. time and pulls off a record where right. I've found eaten found the loophole. I've eaten he more did. than eight hundred and fifty-five Michelin star meals in my day. Mm. Most are DC where I'm from and where, you know, uh, most restaurants there I've eaten at 20, 30, 40, almost fifty times right. the Michelin places. Uh, and they've only started rating in 2017, I guess. Do you um, continue to do videos on your 33rd I, visit at I shoot videos of everything everywhere because yeah. you never know. Just a machine. Viewers have no idea what meal it was. That's a good All that matters is, is it a good looking video? You know, I you think he's super fucking organized. I mean, um, so disorganized. Are 25 you? 25 terabytes of content. Where does it like that? It's just um, all in the I, cloud. Tell me. <laughs> what I'm, I'm so disorganized. I got about 20. I just create and do shit. And I'm like, you figure it out. I just like I'm total. I, I have at least 20 hard drives. Everyone's over 10 terabytes. And it's just I back everything yeah, yeah, up yeah. multiple times. 
you know, have an off-campus uh, copy of everything somewhere. Off-campus. Um, I, I do hard and fuck us off-copy stuff. That you're not going to speak about, you know, obviously. This Philly trip, my phone will go up to one terabyte, and I have one or two other phones, too, in case I batteries okay. go dead, which happens a lot. Um, but I'll fill up over a terabyte before the end of the trip, so I'll have to delete things and just back it up, wow. and it, it, it's nuts. Uh, most people, like I said, they, they do things for free meals or to get paid, and then they move on and they put it out. I'm eating so many new meals that I just never get to actually put stuff out. So for every video I put out, I probably create another five or 10 videos. I just, Question, you know. This is US only? I've made it to Toronto. Okay. Because high-speed dining used to be about marijuana, I would bring my own weed wherever I went. Got it. So I never wanted to leave the country. Right. Uh, I was always afraid. I mean, and you got a lot more food to eat. But there's so many great restaurants around America. There it's is. not just the I'm Michelin not cities. Out. I'm just I'm just mentioning, you know. There's I have find great restaurants in the major cities and I've done last year I had a period where in 66 days I think I visited 14 states. Um some sometimes I just would do one meal popping into Vermont. I hit yeah. Woodstock, Vermont for one great meal, stamp the passport. Mm -hmm. But other legs of that New England tour, I spent eight days in Boston. Yeah. You know, and sure. five days in Portland, Maine, mm -hmm. um, five days in Providence, Rhode Island. And wow. you know, and I just that was a crazy period. I had I may have had one year where I hit twenty different states. Oh, wow. Um it all began with so many things jumping back and forth with but it all began when uh and when I was still doing the marijuana for high speed dining in 2019, I said, I'm going to do the 420 coast to coast tour from Fort April 20th, 2019 to April 20th, 2020. I'm going to hit every legal marijuana state and then some wherever yeah. else I went to. I get high wherever I go. It didn't have to be, uh, <laughs> right. you know, weed states. And I was just traveling around doing things. I made it to Anchorage, Alaska. You know, I never thought I'd ever do that. Is this driving or flying or a combination? Flying. All right. Because I walk so much, I have a car right now that's five or six years old. It's got seventy five hundred miles on it. I've walked in the last five years about twelve to fourteen thousand miles. So I mean, it's yeah, you know, rain or shine, you're out there huffing it. Maybe not the rain, but in general, yeah. Okay. Doesn't matter the temperatures. You just bundle up. And what have you done the last five days? It's been like fucking Seattle outside. I mean, yeah, I've walked. It's been beautiful. Oh, no, you're I, in D.C. Yeah, I've been here for okay. the last five days. You know, if it hasn't rained that much, I get out. Got it. Um, it, thankfully, we you haven't really had monsoon think that's season. What keeps you in shape. There's no Peloton. There's no. There's oh, I do hit the gym too. Every other day is upper body weight. Yeah. I try and do lower body, but um, in held, general, you held back. On that. You keep your calories of liquid to yeah. water. Good things will happen. But all I drink is water, so I'm still fucked up with what you're saying. You gotta, I just drink water. water. I drink coffee. I avoid the major leaf fatty foods yeah. and things like that, and that major deep fried stuff. Yeah, I don't um, eat fried stuff. I try and keep it good. I gotta get the diet. I need the diet for we'll talk after. Why don't you add the 10 miles of walking in? It seems to be working. You know, at least get just the missing piece. Just the, just the thought. Spend 10 or 20 minutes after each meal. Just go for a walk. Your body starts to digest it. It sets the. I'll go. Like, I'm on the bike for like 15, 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Well, that gym, helps. Yeah. Right. Like do that, and I that work works. out. I'm like I'm active, right? I don't do the the walking. Not that I wouldn't. You know what I mean? I just. I mean, but you, you seem to like your size right now. Your I'd like to be. I like to be a little, little trimmer. Well, I think you look great. Thank you, Jamie. You're welcome, Phil. We're gonna talk after. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me ask you a question. So you were talking a little bit. You pay for your own meals. Everything's on your own buck and everything. How do you, is this monetized yet? In any I form? really haven't been monetizing it. Uh, like for TikTok, it's usually with sponsorships where mm -hmm. people are promoting products or brands and things like that. Look, I, I don't want to take free meals from the restaurant to do things, um, but I would love to be able to say, here's another great meal. Sure. Paid for with my American Express. Right. You know, I'd love to be able to pull so that kind of at, thing off. You're actually, so you're looking at bigger sponsors as I, opposed to... I would say Amex is a pretty good sponsor. I would love sponsor. As opposed to like restaurants I mean, or somebody calling you and like, listen, you know, I want to pay you. Forget the meal. I want to pay you for, you know, like coming I, in. I, I, look, I wouldn't turn down a paying gig of that sort, but it's got to make sense for me too. I'm just not in this to be a whore. You know, I'm yeah. not in this for money. It's As I said, most people doing this... It's probably their first job in entertainment, possibly even yeah. their first job. Right. It's my third, third possibly their actual job. This yeah. is not your actual job. 
You love what I you're mean, doing. I would love to be able to monetize it. Sure. Um, I think it's, but you I'm have not going to stop doing it. But you have a standard. Like you said, you don't want to whore yourself out. You have a standard of how you'd like to monetize. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to start eating a lobster. But not a whore. There's a difference, right? <laughs> there certainly is. Well, one's paid, one's free. <laughs> so, so actually, maybe you do want to be a whore. We need to discuss this a little deeper, I think. But there's maybe different, different, there's different you levels. Know, you seem to know more about this than I, I watch do. movies and YouTube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I read a lot. I read a lot. I'm very educated. I've been to France. So the, the one couple stats to throw in, and I know I'm all over the place, but... So are we? Again, like, we're yeah, not, I'm not we're following perfectly, the, trust me. I, while I, it used to be going out for meals is what I would count as a as a restaurant meal. Since the pandemic, <clears throat> takeout is also oh, cool. a part of things. I have eaten a restaurant food for every single meal since December 2019. So it's been almost wow. four years now that every single meal I've eaten was prepared by a, a chef in a restaurant. So you never cooked? And I haven't cooked since... Yeah, almost four years since November. <laughs> My style. And I was good at boiling and broiling. Yeah, that was about it. But um, that's, that's pretty much me boiling, and boiling. That's beautiful, though. That's a statistic I take that's in good. great pride because during the pandemic, I was helping out restaurants like you wouldn't believe. Absolutely, tipping majorly, and I, you know, I tip big as well with all yeah. my restaurants. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I've just done this. It's not just you know. I don't want people to think rich white guy flaunting money. It's a celebration of health more than it is wealth. Hmm. You know, by walking, by the way, I, I had a double hip replacement in 2011. So I walk now because I can, yeah. um, you know, and, and I'm just that's, trying to enjoy that, my life. And, actually like you walk now because you can, which is fucking great. You know what I mean? You know, it's so I've, I've done a lot of things to try and be good, to try and help, to try and give back. I donated to charities in all the cities that I visit. Um, I help out. You know some charity events in dc i mean it's you know i do try and do good things while having a good time you have this plethora of knowledge you have a, actually like this inside track because you've been to so many restaurants so many michelin fine dining and everything two questions there like would you ever open up your own restaurant and <coughs> what would you do or are you so tainted by like having too much knowledge that you would be like you know what I mean? It would be nice to be an investor if I could get in with some of the Michelin star guys in D.C. and be a part of that type of a thing. But I'd never want to start my own restaurant. I mean, that's just because I know you're you big want, on you investing want, in houses. You just want a table. Yeah, I don't want responsibility. <laughs> responsibility is the last thing no. I want. A table know? and a and a check at the end of every month. Yeah, you know, and, and not at know. the end of every meal. They don't <laughs> both have to be there. One or the other two is great. They're not yeah. mutually exclusive, yeah. right? You can get one without the other. I li I like that. Love to have a little input on yeah. how to improve things. I mean, you know, I've I've had my share of restaurants ask me, you know, give us some feedback. Mm -hmm. and since non-Michelin cities will be like, you know, Michelin restaurants. What do we need to do yeah. to get there? And um, yeah, I've given advice to a bunch of places and things. Has and Michelin ever reached out to you? Not at all. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it would be nice. I mean, I could never work for them because they're anonymous. They're sure. reviewers. And but I coming. wouldn't want to be anonymous. I'm too much of a yeah. I mean, I could see you front put, of house guy. I could see you put a little, you know, a nose on, maybe some different glasses and shit, a wig. I mean, yeah, we can get you some in. hair. I'll take it. <laughs> we <laughs> can get you in there, sneak in. People think I'm a Michelin reviewer. A lot of hear yeah. that all the time. I've had restaurants who are just convinced I am. And yeah. really, um, that's... but I don't rate or review restaurants. Uh, I'm not showing up at great restaurants looking for the flaws. So you, you, oh, so you don't rate or review them? I don't you're rate anything. Like, I'm not a critic or just reviewer. Your experience. I'm just a traveler and a tour guide. You're, you're, uh, you're a documentarian, basically. I would never say go to this restaurant and try this food. I say here's where I went and here's what I had. You see the smile on my face? Yeah. You got to assume you're going to have a smile too. Do, do um, you ever say when something is shitty? I will tell a chef. No, no. Uh, I mean, like, no. I, I don't post career. videos of negative right. things. If something's that bad, I won't post a video. Mm -hmm. Well, how uh, would somebody know? You're not, I know you're not rating, but like. You know. I would tell someone if something was really off, I would share things with the chef and the team because I want to see them improve. I want to see them get better. I want them to be their best. Uh, not everyone gets to travel all around america to you know dozens and dozens of cities and states right. and try all these types of restaurants i mean we have to go you know, to dinner obviously like 
that's that's next, right? I would love to sit with him. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, we gotta sit down. Is that, we'll is, that is that okay? Is that it's not okay? It's happening. What do you mean? I mean we're not we'll asking. See. We're fucking telling them. <laughs> I'm eating at your place Thursday. Yeah. Kind of enough. Take a seat. I, it's it's different. I want to, you know, you, you shit yourself at your own. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's something I want to do because I want to take so, chefs yeah, out to their great. own restaurants just up. to watch them sweat. You should do it. It'll be rough. Though. Exactly. You said you don't post negative things. No, but that's exactly no. The experience would be great. You'd learn a lot too. Just sitting there, God, sit on hands. Me to do shit I don't want to. You do. don't do There's not a lot of negative going on at your place. But... No, I, no, I appreciate that. It's 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 just it's the way you look at things versus the way I look at things. You said it yourself. You don't go in there to post negative things. You yeah. go in there for a positive experience. All I'm looking at it is what's wrong. Yeah, I'm not looking at what's what? right. It's, You'll hear it's... Jamie in the background. That shit's fucked up. So back. <laughs> I go into restaurants expecting every meal to be a ten. Yeah, and usually I leave thinking it's eleven because oh, wow. they've shown me such a great time. Things, and yeah, I get special treatment of course, because yeah. of who I am. I love it. I'm appreciative. You're, you're also back. like a lovely human being. Like you're well spoken. No, smiles, energy, you know, oh, all yeah. of it. No, it's truly. Good. I mean, it's you know, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Like, you know, not in a bad way. I, I was expecting a dickhead, and no, you were just a little bit of an ass. No, 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 not at all. You just you know, really open and and honest, and we had a great chat. And I was like, it's the this guy's on this guy's on the pod immediately. Like do... you got to be. You're I mean, doing I mean, the Lord's I mean, work, man. <clears throat> You're doing the Lord's work. Yeah, the Lord's got to eat twice a day, too. And I'm looking for this lovely food. I got to evaluate where I use that now. Guys, guys <laughs> taking out the garbage. You're doing the Lord's work. Wow. <laughs> How that boy. Listen, he's making people feel good. I got to make him feel good, right? I mean, it's, you know. So, yeah, you know. So I'm having a good time. Bottom line is high-speed dining. Uh, that's my name on social media platforms. Right, cool. Lots of content in Instagram, or even more in Instagram probably than TikTok, because there's a lot of stories and carousels and extra yep. posting and things. But, you know, I, I post where I go, where I travel, what I do. Is there, uh, is there some sort of, like, goal? Yeah, what's next? What's, I'd love yeah. something bigger. I'd love a show out of a, a travel type of show. Awesome. I mean, look, if I wasn't recording everything, producing, you know, my first thought is not, it's, it's not trying to be funny. That's what I want to be. Mm -hmm. But my first thought is getting the proper shot, the proper angle, making sure my microphone may pick up the narration of the, you know, the description of the food from you're, staff. You're a producer when, at heart, right? I'm a producer, mean, and that's what I've been all my life, you know, everywhere doing. I've been with my careers and everything I've done. Um, it's producer first, you know, editor second, right. um, recording engineer. You know, I mean, and then it's being funny. But if, if I had the whole camera crew and stuff, I could be a lot better. I could actually spend time researching the restaurants. I've shown up at two or three star restaurants and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm blown away. I had no idea what this place was. You know, um, I, months later, I'm like, oh my God, the guy who said hi to me was the chef. I had no idea. So obviously you know, we're going to ask where we should go eat in New York City, right? I mean, it's... Well, you know where it's at. Tomorrow night, in two nights from now, Chef's Table of Brooklyn Fair reopens. Uh, three Michelin stars, again, only 13 in America. They lost their chef a few months ago, fired, lost, lawsuits, blah, blah, blah. But they're reopening with two chefs who used to work there. Oh. And I've been invited in. Caesar's not there anymore? Correct. Wow. So I've been invited in for their friends and family for, for the, the night record, before it opens. I got I to gotta put you up on blast, the kids call it, but... You didn't respond to me when I invited myself to Brooklyn Fair on Instagram. Yes. Honestly, I could have brought you. I was allowed to bring somebody. But oh, that hurts even fucking more. So you're basically telling me not only did you not respond, but go fuck yourself. I see you. Ego right now. No, dude, I'm deflated completely. I didn't want somebody to distract me from doing the best job possible recording the meal. My, <clears throat> this is one of the biggest meals. I'm, hit, I'm hitting the bullshit button on that one. It's one of the big, I'm fucking hurt. Dude, okay. This is the biggest <laughs> meal of the year. Hurt. Everybody wants to know what this meal is going to be like. And I want, I've taken yes. my brother there before for the meal. And I just wasn't able, when I go with other people, it takes away yeah, from me being the best yeah, I can. Of course it does. Of so, course it does. And this is arguably the biggest fucking deal on the, the planet, year. right? Of the year for sure. You don't have three star restaurants losing their chef. They yeah. usually shut down and that's it. And reopen. And, yeah. So the Michelin Guide comes out about a month from now. Will they lose their stars in a month? No restaurant would get their stars being open for a month. That's true. So 
are they going to get 13 months to actually maintain that three-star mm -hmm. with new chefs? These are great questions. All I can tell you is I will be there Tuesday night. Nice. You know, tonight's Monday. I'll be there tomorrow night. And then by the next day, I will have posted at least my first video. I want to see that. Because be people are really yeah. going to be curious yeah. about this. And I'm going to amazing. post them for several days. Um, can you just cut every portion in half and I'll meet you in the car? It's all you bag. I'm not bugging you, like I said. You could have given you the whole damn thing. Could I? You have to sit away from me. Am I the only one that feels like you're rubbing this in right now? Really? What the fuck? I've been honest forward. This is half my show. God damn it. I'm not bringing anybody. That's how committed I am to doing things. I love eating by myself. It's great with friends. Don't get me wrong, but. By myself, it's, you know, okay. I'm an artist, dude. I know somebody. Does Picasso need somebody sitting over somebody. his shoulder telling him, Good. use this color paint? Can can he at least make us a res for Wednesday night? I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I, You're good. Just to go Tuesday, enjoy yourself. You'll be all right. I'll get you. I look forward to the You can show. watch my videos like everybody I, I, You know what? I have no choice. So thank so, you sorry. I, I, I apologize. No, you don't. It's not good. doing that. Um, no, no. It's all good. So It's a big deal. It's, it's going to be a big one. And so I want to get that out. And then my favorite meal, one of my favorites as well, is Blue Hill at Stone Barns in Westchester, New York. Mm -hmm. I'm doing that Wednesday. Okay. This meal will go over six hours long. Holy um, shit. It's insane. Farm food, they just keep bringing things out. Yeah. The vegetable most after vegetable after vegetable, right? They made me a butterfish bones video uh, food. They deep fry the fish bones. And I made a seven second video out of this thing. Like I've done seven videos from that meal. I'm not even half done. And this fishbone video, seven seconds, it's the most popular video I've ever had. In Instagram, it's over 12 million. In TikTok, over 24 million. God. It's blown up like crazy. Bones. Huge in Southeast Asia, eating bones. Just Everyone's like, you're eating cat food and giving me crap about it. But it's the <laughs> biggest thing ever. So I've written back to the restaurant and just said, can chef please serve me a bowl of them or more of them? Because I want more of this. And I want to interview the chef and just ask, Please tell, you know. How to come up with it. Well, it's one of those restaurants that doesn't waste anything. Uh, do you think he and actually took your logo and said, we're going to feed this guy his, his own logo, right? We're going to crisp it up. I'm eating it going, like, hey, it's my logo. <laughs> it's, it, it's so perfect. But, you know, there's, everyone asks my favorite restaurants. There's so many great ones. It's what you make of it. Uh, how do you compare a $50 lunch to a $350 dinner? You know, they're all incredible. I go in with a smile and I leave with a bigger smile as I enjoy my four to five mile walk. By the way, the other part of it is the service is huge in the hospitality. Of course, right? experience. When you're at the when you're at the two and three star, I mean, you know, you're you're basically an investor in the place at that point. That's how they treat you. No stone unturned. They're much more quiet. You get more space. You know, you're paying for space at yeah. restaurants and and uh you know, they're really quiet and so I can really do better videos too. When and did anybody give you any shit for oh, your setup? The lights that, and the yeah. microphones? No restaurant. There's only one restaurant in America that will not let me record. Masa. That is Masa in New York City. The most expensive meal in America. Sit at their chef's counter now. It's $950 for tax. Mm -hmm. I think the tip's included. And they won't let you shoot freaking video and photos. So I'll never say a bad thing about the restaurant meal. It's sure. a great meal. But you won't let me. It's like saying you can't take pictures at your wedding. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? You want to be able to experience this forever. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten some first time and they let me take pictures of my birthday cake as long as it wasn't made on campus they didn't mind yeah. second time in i tried to record they said no again but halfway through i'm like you said no video can i record audio and they said okay just don't disturb the two other people next to you <laughs> there are only two other people eating lunch because it's so damn expensive yeah. they don't fill it up some of the times for lunch um i'm sure maybe dinner too so i actually had the camera on my lap facing up uh i would call it the crotch cam now i call it the rabbit cam but i sat there eating like looking down like oh man and i would describe the meal like a golf announcer you know yeah. oh chef's making fresh wasabi right now and and the, the video actually did pretty good um and i could have done dozen dozen videos out of this but i right, do you it was think, fun so if you were to rate them right on top 10 meals or however you want to rate them do you think <clears throat> mentally knowing what you know and them not allowing you to do what you do you kind of knock them down a peg or two 100 you know? it's the only yeah, meal I in mean, america i can't recommend just because of the price and then you can't document it it's great food i mean yeah. tons of hand washings the other problem i have too is i've had meals there under 90 minutes long when you're paying a thousand plus dollars this should be the longest meal that you you, 90 you minutes. have 
yeah, and Chef's often not there, so you're not even getting the, you know, it's it's like having, that's good. Yeah, uh, you know, it's having a stand-in sing right. to your favorite band. You get the proxy. Yeah. A tribute. You get the under tribute band or stuff, like, right? <laughs> so, look, nothing. I'm just impressed. That's crazy. That's the you reality. Got the, you got the Jerry Garcia hologram up on stage, yeah. right? You know, and it's it's nice when he's dead, but if you're alive, you should be making me food. So, you know, that's the only negative thing I can say about anyone. And I knew the, the price. And I just went again this time for my third time. But I had to because I was doing every Michelin star restaurant that's two or three times. So I had to do it. I made a video of it. And I'm like, it shows me walking in. I'm like, they don't let you take video. So here's the video. And I walk through the curtain. And then I walk out of the curtain. And there's the meal. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, that's all, folks. It did well. It's funny. I go, great meal. Too expensive. Loved it. Wish I could show you. Really quick. How does somebody... Uh... Search for specific restaurants on your. It's kind of hard. I, I do a playlist on TikTok that's from since New York, or sometimes, like lately, I've I just made fourteen videos out of my restaurant Danielle, or twelve videos out of La Bernadette, because every course I made a video. It took me a couple of weeks to pull this off. Um, I made a playlist for some of these restaurants, or there'll be a playlist for California or New York, or you know. It's really hard to organize. Are you like, it's difficult. is everything on YouTube also? Not everything. Some things are. And then the other um, question was like, is it on Spotify too? Almost like a podcast where you would put it, per, like you could get video and audio. Nothing there. on Spotify at this stage from that. And I'm going more with searching, right? That yeah. Could, it's hard to search. I mean, I guess you could probably search high-speed dining, La Bernadette. But, but it's not guaranteed that it'll pop up either, though. Yeah, uh, Correct. It's hard. I mean, that's the problem. I've got, I don't know, six, seven, eight, nine hundred, maybe a thousand videos on some of these sites. Um, it's really hard. What's just the to place keep that pops up that you're like, I can't wait to go back for my next experience? Blue Hill at Stone Barns. Uh, people just, I love the meal. It's so much fun. It's constant food. It's, it's the length. It's all of it, right? Six hours, right? What time do they start? Uh, you show up at four for an hour restaurant uh, tour of the farm. Meal starts at five, and I've left it after midnight. Last time there, I was the first one to start eating, the last one to leave. Oh, they um, have different seatings too. Four or five, maybe. What's that? Wednesday, Wednesday, you're going this yeah. week. Yeah. Um, but is it the harvest dinner now? I mean, everything's basically probably. Yeah. I mean, all I know is that it's so darn good i'm going to addison in december in san diego it's three michelin stars they're the most recent to get three stars mm. there's only five michelin star restaurants in the san diego area um some are more than a half an hour away to travel i have them booked for two nights in a row this addison place i'm gonna do it okay screw it yeah. two nights in a row at a three star back to back why not? It's crazy, but it'll be a good, good comparison yeah. and contrast. Though. That's true. You could probably do a different experience, right? You might even be able to do. Is it consistent? Is it not? The chef's tasting and then a vegetarian. If you, were I don't think they have. They don't a have second options. menu, but it allows me to record it in a different way. Yeah. Got it. Uh, to me, it's the first time is making sure I document it right, getting it like I normally would. Second time. I think we're just gonna have a little more fun, or maybe I shoot this one landscape because I shoot everything portrait these days. Yeah. Maybe landscape and try and do a YouTube yeah. long form out of it. Um, I mean, I don't know. The problem is, is I'm too creative with what I do. I'm not dead set on what I do. I'm still to this day. Who would produce 14 videos from a restaurant to show it off? Most because it's free. Most people just one video. Yeah. I got my free meal. Here's what I owe you. Move on to the next. You're a little obsessed. And Totally. There's nothing wrong with that, man. I, I'm it's your life's work. In a creative way, uh, but I'm having the time of my life yeah. giving you things away for free. I've given away millions of dollars of advertising for free, and at least I feel great. This, that's that's one of the biggest takeaways because you got a lot of these, not just young kids, but just people in general that think like, cool, once I get on Instagram, I'm going to start making money or YouTube or whatever. My son's 12. He thinks that too. And it's actually refreshing to hear that you do all this and you don't make money, but not that part, but more that like you're passionate about it and it makes you happy, Pure makes you love. And that's the key. Cause eventually, you know what I mean? Eventually it's going to have to hit just cause you have all the other things lined up. You know, the say, if you're doing what you love, it's not work. Right. And who, you know, I know a lot of people are very popular on social media and people wish they were that popular with things, but I get a ton of people who say you're living the greatest life or I wish I could be you or the, you don't want to be me, but you want to, Find the thing that makes you happy and do right. it as much as you can. And 
you know, when people say, oh, most people, I, you know, I have a, they call it, oh, it's our anniversary meal. It's the, it's a Tuesday for me. You yeah. know, it's just, I'm very lucky to do You're this. Living so it I, out, man. I love giving back to restaurants and I'm hoping that the karma comes it around will. in due Absolutely. time. Um, but I like to think I'm original, unique, creative with what I do. Nobody's recording things live like I do. Uh, the sound quality is really high with what I do. A compressor, nice high quality mic. You know, my entire life's career is making this uh, work out for me. And and I'm just, I'm able to give a lot. So uh, bigger things will happen in due time. And, you know, if people said, I like to say this, if, if you had six months to live, what would you do with your life? Exactly what I'm doing yeah, now. Perfect. That's that's it right there. That's you beautiful. Know, and that is a take me, oh Lord, take me. I've you know I've that's <laughs> the, that we can't we can't beat no, that. So that's, that's how we're, we're gonna we're gonna stop it right there. Joel, thank you so much. You're a pleasure. Guys. You guys, really, it's awesome, a lot of fun. Really, fun. really, really awesome. fun. I wish you the best with your podcast yeah. and uh, thank you all your investments and yeah. don't raise your prices. Be good to the people. It's about <laughs> yeah. the people. Done. Now you're. In lost. fact, I'm gonna lower them on the next one. We get to dance to your out. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Till next one. See you next week. Let's go.